0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode 10 of the season two of The Last Line with Patrick and Bonnie Kennedy. How are you doing, Bonnie?
1: I'm doing good. Um, this is episode 10 of season two, but me and Patrick were just, just discussing this earlier that we were pretty sure that this has been this has been like our, this is like our 30th episode, actually, I think. If we had, if we had kept counting after season one and we just went up, up, up instead of starting over at episode one, We would have had a lot of episodes by now, I think.
0: Yeah, I actually don't know if we had 20 episodes in season one. I don't think so.
1: I don't know how many we have, but I'm going to check on that. But what have you been up to, Patrick? Just hockey? Oh, yeah. I
0: Hockey. And lately, I've been a little... I had a little cold. I hope it. Patrick has COVID. Virus. Yeah, I don't. I don't, actually. I, I I let the window open during one night, like three nights ago. And since then I have a little sore throat, but hopefully it will get better from now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like healing myself and trying to relax. Other than that, I I found another show on uh, it's on Apple TV plus and it's called Ted Lasso. It's a great show about, uh, it's about soccer, but it's also very funny. I, I think you don't have to be a fan of soccer, like, or understand soccer in order to find it funny and entertaining mm. and a little educational. So definitely check it out if you want. I already sent some videos to Bunny, so I'm pretty hyped about this. That's what's happening yeah. me.
1: he's totally hyped. And then next week when we re-record our episode, I think we're gonna do an episode on positive leadership because I think that that's what that show's about. And we've also been reading a book, The eaters, the Le- Leaders Eat Last, so the I think we're eat- gonna come back. By- eaters. <laughs> I said leaders eat last. I almost said eaters eat last, but um, the eaters, eaters eat last. Lead last. And we're gonna record an episode about um, the show and that book a little bit, I think, next time. But um,
0: for me lead last.
1: For me, in terms of if I've watched anything yeah. lately, I watched this movie called Chemical Hearts, and it's like it's not like a traditional love story, but if you do like romance, it's really good. But the thing that I liked about it so much is that. A lot of times in these like romantic movies lately they, they try to get like a, a really good looking guy like super good looking super good looking girl and it just doesn't seem like it seems fake to me like it just is not how real in reality not everyone's perfect and so why are you getting these perfect actors to play these parts so like i like this movie a lot because the guy he's more of like a quirky guy and he's not, like, the best-looking guy. He's handsome and he's cute, but he's not, like, that good-looking. He's just regular guy, and then the girl is, like, really pretty, but again, she's not, like, perfect, so I just liked this movie because it was very, um, more, like, realistic and stuff, and I just thought that it wasn't just, like, a mushy love story. There was a lot more going on in it, so I liked it a lot. I think I'm gonna like rewatch it again. Actually, how much I liked it, and it had a really good soundtrack. And I love movies that have good soundtracks, so I recommend that movie.
0: Hey, uh, and uh, um, you? I heard that you got booched uh, from your bicycle again.
1: I don't even consider that a booch. I just I consider it being a good friend and helping people out. But um, yeah, it's not like a bad thing or anything. Tobias just likes to ride my bike, and I don't really use my bike much here so it's fine if he takes it and also Tobias is getting a car so he totally like is upping the game now he's going from the bike he's going total upgrade he bought himself a car that's
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, good for the, him the, yeah that's cool major upgrade hey, and yeah for today's episode we uh, we invited uh, Bonnie's sister Kelly mm-hmm. who is a middle school special education teacher and reset recent graduate from Rutgers University and uh, we discussed uh, education, her life, her hobbies and her passions on this podcast. I think uh, it was a it was a really fun conversation and uh, a little bit different that it wasn't as athletic as our other podcasts. So I think you might uh, enjoy it a lot. What do you think, Bonnie? <laughs>
1: Yeah. It sounds so funny to say, yeah, or it wasn't a very athletic podcast. It just, was. wasn't it didn't have an athlete um, as the person we're interviewing, which is totally, yeah, we, it's a totally different topic, yeah. Um, but it's good. And it, the, but the one thing that it has in common with her and then the other athletes is that again, Kelly's like very, very passionate about what she does the same way a lot of people are passionate about their sports. So I like to be able to listen to her because she's just very passionate and like, I almost started crying actually listening to her during one part because I just like felt like it was really really like good yeah so
0: thing. don't Sentiment. yeah don't don't, 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 don't don't reveal much more and I think we can hop right into it
1: all right here here's Kelly Today, we have a great guest here with us, a Rutgers graduate, a special education middle school English teacher, and the smartest of the three Kennedy sisters, (laughs) Kelly Kennedy, my sister. Hi, everybody.
2: Hello. Hi. Uh,
0: Hi, Hi, Kelly. Hi. She's like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'm the smartest one. Hype me up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh It's funny. Everybody's like, oh, I actually, I'm the smartest.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not the smartest. I already know.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you are the most competitive one, probably.
1: Most athletic. Yeah, yeah. we're all very different, us three. Yeah.
0: But um,
1: So, Kelly, what have you been up to lately as you started your new job? What's well, it been like for you?
2: I just finished my first week of teaching. Um, it was not as overwhelming as I expected it to be. Um, we have a hybrid model going. So we have our students split into two cohorts. And so I go into school every single day. Um, I'm there five days a week. But our groups of students rotate. So we have two different groups. One's at home, one's uh, physically in front of us, and then they switch. So I thought it was going to be really, really hard to teach to these, like, two separate groups. I have to, like, manage having Google Meetup. I have to remember to take attendance. I have to remember, like, all of these different things at once. Mm -hmm. But – My students were really, really patient and really, really mature for seventh grade. So Mm -hmm. I was so impressed. I was so relieved. I think that made everything so much better. Um, It's definitely tiring, overwhelming, but.
1: Yeah. What's it like with the co teaching? Like, do you guys split up the work? Like, how do you know who's speaking? Who's going?
2: Um, yeah, so as of right now, it's kind of come really naturally to us, which I'm really, really lucky for. Um, she, initially, I thought we were going to have very different teaching styles, but I feel like these past few days have shown that we can very easily be like, hey, you want to take this? Hey, you want to take this? And then we just kind of bounce back and forth. So who, um,
0: who, is, who is the other teacher? how how old is she she's like a young
2: mom um she's been in the district for five years she's been teaching for seven so she's a very good resource at this point like i had to say the other day i just wanted to take like a minute to say like i appreciated her so much because she's dealing with all of this like crazy covid stuff um it's really overwhelming for everyone and then on top of that she gets partnered with a brand new teacher so i don't want to feel like i'm like a burden or asking her too many questions but she's been so great and so helpful with everything so it's been going really well with the co-teaching yeah it's nice is it hard wearing the mask like all day
1: is it or not being able to show your emotions to the kids really sometimes
2: yeah, yeah.
0: she's I'm showing trying... the emotions she's like ah!
1: Yeah.
2: Exactly. There's,
0: there's yeah. I
1: yeah. Had, so. yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think that's what I have to realize I need to do more of is like I'm somebody who reacts very much with my face. So like if a kid is starting to get something, I'm like mm-hmm. I'm nodding, I'm smiling because I don't want to give them the answer. So a lot of times I use my facial expressions to kind of like probe for yeah. further details. But what I've started to do, even by the end of the week, I was starting to get used to it. I was, like, using my hands more. I was giving them, like, thumbs up. Like, just little things like that you have to be mindful of. And then I have two students who have, um, like, auditory issues. So I was actually giving a clear mask to wear during those classes, um, which is really, really nice because I feel like it's a break from the cloth mask. They can see my face. Um, mm. and it helps those students a lot.
0: So. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's,
2: that's good. cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Hey, so you're a special education teacher right now. Kelly.
2: Yes. Yep.
0: And, uh, did you always wanted to be a special education teacher or what was your goal initially when you graduated from Rutgers?
2: So when I first wanted to be a teacher, like way, way back, I wanted to be a teacher probably since like middle school. And when I first wanted to be a teacher, I was like elementary special ed. That's where I wanna be. These kids are so fantastic. They need like somebody who's gonna be patient with them and extra caring and put in that extra work. And I knew that like that's what I wanted to do. And then as I, I got through high school, through college, I started looking towards working with older kids because I think there's such a gap in the field of special education um, for services for older students because there's been such a push for early identification, early intervention. And then the research and things like that kind of hits a little standstill when you reach middle school and high school. Um, So realizing that I found it like more, even more compelling to go into special ed um, for middle school and high school Um, because I I knew that those kids were kind of maybe being like pushed along sometimes or maybe given being given resources that work better for younger students and then that kind of shuts them down because their interest isn't there Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's a delicate game with special ed with older students because you want to give them resources that are appropriate for their skill level but you also want to make sure that they're really engaged. So I think that's what's really fun about this age, and that's kind of what draw like draws me to it. Um, so yeah, I don't know.
0: So, yeah. So uh, like when you started thinking about teaching uh, mm-hmm. at all, like what 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 is your why? Like just to help people, like to make people better, like or what 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 drives you every day?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think there's a lot of things that have brought me to teaching. There's a lot of personal experiences that I've had that have kind of shown me that this is what I'm meant to do. Um, My biggest thing is realizing that kids spend so much time in school. And for a lot of my students, they might be spending more time with their teachers than they do with their own families depending on what's going on at home, what's going on with their parents, work schedules, things like that. And I never want a student to dread coming to school. I never want it to be a place of anxiety. I never want it to be a place of discomfort. And I think that's what really drives what I do every single day. Um, Especially during COVID, we've been encouraged to do a lot more like emotional check-ins with our students because something that they say, and I think Patrick, you might enjoy this. Um, what my principal has been saying a lot of is that students need Maslow before they can bloom. So students need to get their basic needs met. They need to feel security. They need to feel like they are, they have self esteem, things like that before they can reach Bloom's taxonomy, which is like all the, um, kind of like the learning verbs so like identify evaluate analyze things like that yeah that's cool yeah i I agree with that yeah
0: Yeah, that's that's nice hey you you mentioned you mentioned those like uh personal experiences within Mm -hmm. the school like i can definitely relate to that with with school and hockey too so uh can you mention some of those experiences maybe
2: yeah well um I guess seeing the anxiety that school can produce for people. Like, our younger sister struggled in school a lot, and seeing her come home and seeing her upset, and even me having experiences. Like, I'm much more of an English person than a math person, and math would cause such a deep frustration for me that I would come home and I would cry and I would hate it, and I would feel tense in those classes. And there was like, a physical reaction that I would have when I was in those classes. Like my shoulders would feel tight. I would be sweaty. And then I would go into my English class and it was like, I could breathe again, you know? Um, And I just, I hope that I can be that space for students where they're able to feel comfortable. And then that leads them to greater academic achievement also. Yeah. I definitely think Casey has been such a big influence
1: on yeah, you and how you want to be as a teacher because like I don't know just seeing Casey like and her school experience like just imagine like how much anxiety I have had with, like having to give a presentation in front of the class one day but say you're like dyslexic and you actually mm-hmm. are slower with things and the teacher says all right get up do your presentation or all right it's your time to read the passage here it's like so much anxiety and you just don't want to like I don't know yeah. it's definitely like given us both um a different like you know just i don't yeah. even know how to say it but I, I think I, yeah, yeah. i think yeah
0: i think uh i think you just uh you just see a area like
1: that needs more attention where you can help
0: people that needs that needs improvement and attention
1: yeah so definitely. i think i think
0: it's great i i feel i feel that i feel the same i feel i think i feel the same about hockey and uh thats that's why, that's why i i will always want want to want to do some coaching after after my hockey career yeah
2: that's yeah a great so idea. i I
0: can, I can i i can definitely relate uh, to with with the teaching i think yeah. it's very very similar yeah definitely yeah,
1: yeah so um outside of um, school what are some of your biggest hobbies or some things that you're planning to do more of or something, like in your free time? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, I've been trying to make it a goal to get outside time every day when I get home from school. So I've been exhausted this first week, so I haven't really been exercising, which I know is like not great, but I've at least been taking my computer with me and sitting outside to do my work. So I've just been trying to get that fresh air at the end of the day as much as I possibly can. Um, and then with the weather cooling off, I'm so excited to start going on more hikes. Yeah. I want to do some more adventures like that. Maybe if I can swing it, do some more camping because that was so fun this summer. Um, that really like piqued my interest with going camping, going camping for the, for the first time this summer. Um, it's a little hard with teaching, obviously, to like disappear for an entire weekend, but I'm hoping I can get like one or two more camping trips in. Mm-hmm. hey
0: i think i think I that's uh that's what most people don't realize that uh that teaching is like uh, like 24 7 job like and especially when you are uh when you are beginning like you yeah. you have to spend a lot of time outside of classroom like improving yourself and preparing uh, the material for for the classes and like a lot of people they don't they don't understand it and i ju- just say all teachers, they have the whole whole summer off and blah blah blah, but yeah. it's it's not like that. It's like during the during the school year, like the 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 time stress on teachers is like really really tough. So I I noticed from my mother. Like she and she's she's a, she's like a, she's a high school teacher and mm-hmm. she taught for like so many years. So now she's just going on a like automatic you know she's just like she doesn't have to learn basically anything new (laughs) but uh but she always has to like uh like grade something some papers and stuff like that so yeah yeah, it's, it's 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 not that easy as as many people think
1: yeah wait patrick i have one question in czech are the schools operating like normally or do they have some different regulations and stuff because i know that there's been some spikes in corona check oh yeah
0: now they uh like it depends and it depends on the on the like where the school is located and on the on the school like they some school can say that you have to wear face mask but other school can say you don't have to but i know some elementary schools here they already shut them down for like a week because there was like one case or something so mm-hmm. it's it's pretty crazy to shut down the school because of one case you know yeah, like but... to shut shut it down for 500 people because of one case yeah. like but it's, but it's 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 hard nobody nobody knows how to how to act so at, your, yeah.
1: at your mom's school is it everyone's wearing face masks or yeah it at i your mom's I, school? I,
0: I, th- I think my mom wears face mask like the teachers wear face mask and the students wear face masks like not in class but outside of class i i don't actually know how it how it works right now because okay. the thing is it changes like every week mm-hmm. you know like every week it, it can be different so i you know like i i also like i don't know if it's not uh if it's irresponsible or not but i shut down the notifications like on my phone about the COVID and <laughs> i uh, i just don't want to like because because when i was when i was um back in the united states with your family like i didn't really bother like with the coronavirus like because we were just quarantined and like i didn't care as much but when i got here like the i think the media pressure on me i don't know how how i i get it to myself because i think your parents were talking about it too but i think in my family they are talking about it like even more and like I hate that pressure. I just don't want to deal with it. Like I think it's a, mm-hmm. I think it's a topic. But like uh, I think the the psychological pressure and the information pressure is even more harmful on me for me than uh, the the virus itself. So yeah. I just want to, I just don't want to deal with it as much. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like good. with the yeah. I I'm not yeah like not in with the COVID as the virus. But with the, all the government and the politics behind it, I don't want to deal with that. So,
2: yeah, I think also if you turn off notifications, that doesn't mean that you're never gonna go and look at the news. I yeah, think that's exactly. like that's what a lot of people would think. Like, oh, I'm turning off notifications. I'm going totally like blackout, not looking at any news. But it might be better. What I've tried to do is just look at the news like Sunday morning. Take yeah, some time, catch exactly. up.
0: Exactly, once um, a week that's enough. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I, I think that definitely helps because it is so much information constantly and because so yeah, many things changing. always changing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Realistically, nothing is gonna change like uh, like within like twenty four hours. You know, like that important to your health. You know, right yeah. now. Yeah, you know maybe yeah. Like if they would say like if you if if they will say that you have to stay home, you will definitely like find out even without the notification. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, Patrick. Is there anything else that you want to talk about today?
0: Oh yeah, yeah we yeah we wanted to talk about the the Carrie's poetry and your your (laughs) poetry. have you been writing um, yeah
2: yeah (laughs) um i've started journaling a little bit
0: um so how how, what, what is your style of journaling
2: so as of right now i'm actually doing i'm trying to do a little bit of like a gratitude journal like you guys were doing for a while um i write like just a little summary of my day just because there's so much that happens with like students and teachers and just like I try to put just like a little tiny summary, most important things that I want to try to remember from the day. Um, I say the things that I'm grateful for, like three things that I was grateful for that day. I usually do it in the afternoon when I get home from school. That's kind of been the routine for right now. Mm. Um, three things that I was grateful for, something that made today really great, or something that can make tomorrow really great. So I'm kind of I'm trying to figure it out at the moment. Um, and then and the do you three... write
0: in four sentences?
2: Yeah, I try to.
0: Yeah.
2: I try to. And then I do the three affirmations, which I think feels like really nice. It's like a little cheesy at times, but it feels good to just remind yourself at the end of the day, like these three things. I never know what to write for that, for affirmations, personal
1: mm-hmm. affirmations. Because I do the same ones all the time. But like, Sometimes you write them and I don't actually like believe them, which is bad because like, I don't know, I'm not used to writing like nice things about myself. So then I write them and I don't actually feel it. Like I don't feel that it's like true. Like it's I, I,
2: I don't know. If you think about specific events from your day where key characteristics of your person helped you navigate that event, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier to say like, oh, I am patient. I am prepared. Yeah. I am compassionate. Because you think about that, those concrete moments in your day where those qualities were really integral to that experience. Mm-hmm. And then that works as a really great way to generate an affirmation. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. I always write mine in the morning. So nothing really happened. I just say, oh, I am. And
2: it's hard for me to think of that, but that's good. Yeah. Information. I've been doing hey, it as, like, a screen break at the end of the school day. Right and, uh,
0: so, Kelly, when was the last time you you wrote some, like, poetry, actually? Oof.
2: Maybe, like, a month ago. <laughs> yeah. It's been a yeah. while, but I've been helping mom with, hers po- with her poetry a lot.
0: Uh, you know, I, my mom's I, I, definitely... I find you know, it so, find to it to so difficult to, to, to write something like that. Like, it's, that's too hard. Like, it requires too much, uh, like creativity i think no,
1: no my mom is so funny with her poetry because yeah. like just before i left my mom like almost like died because she almost got hit by a car <laughs> and she just gets these little moments in her life and she just the first thing she does is like write them into poems like some people just do it like that like and me and my mom and my dad were out getting ice cream and she really just whipped it out of her purse she had it printed she just starts reading <laughs> us the poem right at the ice cream place it was really funny
2: I love to see that her confidence is growing with it too. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's developing more of a writing process just from like me asking her questions. She talked to like this woman from her book group and like she gave her some really great feedback. And then I told her to buy a binder. And so now she has this like process of printing the finalized poems Putting it in a really cute binder, and I think it's bringing this like new level of satisfaction
1: for her. Yeah, I think that we should, um, like get her to publish her book. But the thing is, she also wrote this really good poem about the Beatles. Do you remember that one? Yes, where she yes. combined the lyrics of their songs into a poem, yeah, and it was like for the Beatles something anniversary, like I don't know, one don't of their know. anniversaries. It was pretty cool yeah she has some good ones she could also yeah. like read them by, and make an instagram way, account and like read the videos and stuff yeah by, by the
0: way video. Kelly, you have you have a nice shelf like it's already a nice thank setup. you uh, yeah,
2: yeah a, I, lot, lot,
0: a lot of book, a lot of books there have you ever been thinking about uh doing a book uh book blog or like blog about books
2: that's, um that's cool. sometimes when i you first, have a twitter
0: account right yeah the, for teaching
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: What's the handle?
2: Um, Miss Kennedy E L A. Let me double check it.
1: Mm -hmm. Everyone, go follow Kelly. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's Miss M S underscore Kennedy E L A. What's E L A? English language. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah. But what about what about that book blog?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't really have, like, a huge amount of time for free reading right now. Um, I'm mainly trying to read the things that I'm going to be teaching this year just to get ahead on it. Um, because I didn't really have a list of the things that I would be teaching until recently. So, I'm still trying to get a handle on that. Um, when I first started my Twitter, I was trying to update, like, what I was currently reading in my bio but then i was bouncing between so many different titles that it just got like complicated um but maybe that could be like a fun summer project looking forward it might be a nice thing to do for like set a goal of 10 books for the summer and blog about it
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: that's yeah that sounds like a plan oh okay should we move to quick hitters now bonnie
1: yeah now it's time for quick hitter questions there's 7 today. Oh boy. So, okay. Oh, it's long. All
2: right. So, yeah, you <laughs> can just,
0: just say fast if, if you don't want to get stuck, you know.
1: Okay. Yeah, ready? We'll um, keep it moving. Here we go. Dream vacation
2: destination. Ooh, right now somewhere at the beach. Okay. Favorite comfort food. Um Mexican food, tacos. Favorite Netflix show oh my gosh uh the uh i was gonna say the sopranos but i think that's hbo okay that's good favorite author favorite author um favorite poet is lucille clifton okay that helps good favorite role model or no biggest role model (laughs) oh Oh my gosh (laughs) biggest role model i don't know can i pass yeah favorite cheese (laughs) <laughs> Favorite cheese? The last one. Um, I'm going to say brie cheese with something sweet. So like honey or fig.
1: All right. Good job. Those all fig, of huh? them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly yeah, loves cheese. We, we want to throw it in the cheese because <laughs> Kelly loves her cheese. And Sebastian, her boyfriend, got her cheese for her um, birthday. Or yeah. I think it was her birthday, which is yeah. pretty cool, which is funny. It was
2: just a yeah. funny gift. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was fun. You 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 did great on the quick hitters.
2: Thanks. That was hard. I can't think of a good role model. I have so many different people in my life. You know. Yeah, I,
0: Bonnie. Bonnie, I I think we should we should try to do the quick hitters between us two.
1: That would be funny. Point. So we should That's write right. like different ones for each other. Like I write something. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Tell- I
0: don't know uh, I don't know about the format, but uh, we okay. we, are, we are like ro- we are roasting our guests here, so <laughs> <not as well. laughs> we should ro- we should do it.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do it next time. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on, Kelly. Thanks, guys. It was so Thank fun. Thank you,
0: Kelly. And All have right. a great uh, have a great week next week. Thanks.
1: Year. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
0: Bye.